it played just a little bit too much. Oh, Judas Priest! <laughs> you won't hear us playing Judas Priest, but you will be hearing an entertaining sports show with myself, Frank, and David the Man of God Harris on WSUT's After Further Review, airing Saturdays 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. and throughout the week with our replay 6 a.m. to 8 a.m. on Toledo's only alternative in your on-campus radio station, 88.3 WXUT. Oh, Judas Priest! <laughs> Further review on myself, Derek Lawson, here with Frank Vashner, back live in the new studio. It's hot as I don't know what, though. They didn't really fix the uh, the air and the uh, heating conditioning, though, in this new studio. Yeah, somebody just needs to turn the heat down. Huh? Exactly. No one's even in the building. Yeah, so I, I mean, it's not like a pipe. I mean, I think it's well insulated enough. I don't think the pipes are going to freeze while they're Right, on. the student union has been closed the whole week. They got the, the basically the shutdown for it, so... As I said, I don't know why it's blazing hot in here unless some of them been messing with the thermostat. Now, there are some people down, downstairs. Now, I want to give a congratulations to um, uh, Anthony Bellino. You know, he's been a guest on our show, also does the Fox Morning Blitz. And uh, he uh, was on, filled in for Matt Shepard, uh, who we've met before. He does Eastern Michigan football when we were broadcasting over there at this glass ball at WXUT's booth. And he also does U of M basketball on the radio. And Detroit Pistons basketball when George, the great one, Blaha, is doing Michigan State football during the football season. And there's even a possibility he may uh, end up taking the play-by-play gig for the Tigers, too. That's just rumors right now. Nothing's really? Been, nothing's been confirmed. There was rumors that Bellino was going to take over for Virgilius or whatever it for Bob Virgil's? Yeah, Virgil's. But, Wouldn't surprise me if he but did. But I guess he squashed it and said he doesn't want to do that. So. Yeah, that's a, long, that's a long season in itself. Yeah, it is. But congratulations to Anthony Bellino. You sometimes hear him at the Glass Bowl. I actually hear him all the time at the Glass Bowl. Sometimes at Savage Arena if he's not doing a Michigan uh, basketball game. But guess what time it is? Guess what time it is? When you hear that siren... You know it's time for Frank's Power Play, and Frank, take it away. Alrighty, and this is the time of the year where the hockey world is focused on World Juniors, a tournament that goes on on every year where the top hockey players, ages 18 and under, all get together, represent their countries. This year it's in Vancouver. Some of these guys are already drafted by NHL teams. Others will be in the upcoming NHL draft in 2019. So some scores to highlight from the first day of action. The United States won a 2-1 game over Slovakia. Slovakia. And here was your Christ on a cracker moment. Give it to me. Or is this a nothing burger? Uh, Well, I think the team that was on the wrong end of this may be a nothing burger. Canada put up 14 goals on Denmark. 14 on Denmark? That's a straight stinky leg alert. Yes, it is. Wow. What was it? 14 to what? 14 to zip. Man, that seems like a peewee hockey league score. (laughs) Yeah, that was just an absolute beatdown. Um, right now, our Canada is currently two and undefeated in the tournament. They have also picked up a three-two win over Switzerland. 
And United States also 2-0 in their group. They came up with an 8-2 win over Kazakhstan. I didn't even know Kazakhstan was putting a team in the tournament. Yeah, all those little countries are. No, well, there's only there's only ten there's only ten countries represented. And Kazakhstan got in. Yeah, well, right now here's who it is in Group A. You have Canada, plus Denmark, Switzerland, Czech Republic, and Russia. And in Group B, you have United States, Slovakia, Sweden, Finland, and Kazakhstan. But I think the. But you, there's usually a time in this tournament where we're in group where Canada and the United States will play each other, but I guess they're not in the same group. Maybe they just did that for a competitive balance because in Canada has Russia in their group as well. Mm-hmm. And I fear you don't want to put a three-headed monster and have a group of death like you would in the World Cup. You said a group of death. Yeah, making a World Cup reference for our own soccer mm-hmm. resident soccerista, David the Man of God Harris. Right. So games that will be going on today, hey, the United States will take on Sweden at 10 o'clock tonight. Like Canada takes on the Czech Republic at 8 o'clock. So you got a couple, ga- couple games worth watching there. Their Team Canada does have a couple of Detroit Red Wings prospects playing in uh, Joe Valeno, mm-hmm. forward who was drafted in the first round of this most recent draft. Jared McIsaac, a defenseman who was drafted in the second round. Now in Team USA, everyone's eyes are on the Hughes brothers. Quinn Hughes, a defenseman, and Jack Hughes is expected to be the top pick in this upcoming draft. There will be a couple more days of group play. The last day will be on New Year's Eve. Eve Canada will take on Russia on New Year's Eve at 8 o'clock. Finland and the United States at 10 o'clock. And then on January 2nd, that'll be... The start of the knockout round. Round. So that's it up. That's your update from World Juniors. Moving back over to the NHL. Some news that get everyone up to speed on a story that I was going to bring last week. Flyers forward Yori Latero was charged in a cocaine bust in Finland. Really? Well, hockey players are normally like partiers anyway. Well, uh,. This guy was kind of crazy. It says, it says Latero was arrested in the offseason for facilitating drug trade back in Finland. He said he was innocent and no charges were filed until now. And the report was that he will be prosecuted as part of the drugs ring as per MTV News in Finland. He's one of 22 accused in the case. Court case will start on December 31st with his hearing scheduled to take place later in January. And so far, no word if he's going to need to be extradited to Finland in the case or how this will affect his future. So far, the Flyers have not said if they're going to terminate his contract. In fact, I do know that there was a similar incident that happened with the LA Kings and Mike Richards when he got busted for smuggling painkillers in the United States. They ended up terminating his contract, and there was a big deal about that. Whether they would have to pay him for it, but since that he went out and decided to break the law, they didn't know him one red cent. <laughs> one red cent, huh? Yeah. News on a former Red Wings player, Johan Franzen. This guy, this was a guy who later in his career I kind of ragged on, but of course he had been known to have a problem with concussions and other head injuries. Well. Now it's come out that 
that he's not just suffering from uh, CTE. He apparently is also suffering from post-traumatic stress disorder as well. Yeah, they've, they've said that the concussions are real in hockey and that Batman's trying to say, oh, no, nah, not really. Well, here's a quote from Franzen. He says, as it's embarrassing, I could speak to one person and the next day I've forgotten his or her name. He said in a tearful interview. Wow. He says, well, that is sad. Yeah. Because most of the time I think I'm moving in the right direction, but what I have, the down periods, there's nothing positive. I almost give up then, and it's even worse because you think you've been better for a while. All I can do is to sleep and lay in my bed. I take antidepressants to try to feel better again, but it gets dark. Quickly, but quickly gets dark. Very dark. Sometimes my whole world falls apart and I can't see light at the end of the tunnel. Oof. Is what... I guess his wife has said that uh, they're hoping to move back to Sweden. They're still living in the Detroit area uh, right now uh, with their two kids. So, I mean, hopefully... Hopefully he gets better. Yeah. Yeah, That's sad. That's always sad. It is. is. And then a story I broke a couple of shows back regarding Sabres forward Patrick Berglund. When, when he was had gone uh, MIA, well, the Buffalo Sabers put a, a couple weeks back put him on uh, on waivers for the purpose of terminating his contract. He was suspended by the team for failure to report, and now his contract worth three point eight five billion a year has been terminated. Berglund was sent to the Sabers as part of the trade this summer for Ryan O'Reilly. Okay, so. Oh, he's now no longer there. They're not sure where he'll end up next after that. Some news on the broadcasting front. Legendary CBC commentator Bob Cole is going to hang it up after this season. I saw that. Yes. I was shocked. He's been at it for over 50 years. One of the best in the business. I... Anytime I watched, I got to watch Hockey Night in Canada on good old Channel 9 back when I was a kid. He was always calling the games. 85, 85 years young right now. And he will actually be calling the Leafs and Canadians final game in April. Do they do Don Cherry? Wait a minute. Wasn't he the guy that actually just did the, the pregame and the, post, the pregame stuff? No, Bob Cole actually did whole games. Oh, okay. I thought he was the pregame guy. No. No, Don. I mean, Don Cherry does coach's corner and intermission. Mm-hmm. I mean, Bob Cole definitely, you could say he's the godfather of Hockey Night in Canada. The godfather. Uh, so April 6th, Leafs Canadians at the Bell Center. That will be his final game. So I'd say that's definitely the best way to send out one of the best in the business. His mm-hmm. career began on CBC Radio in April 1969. Wow. And when uh, the Canadian, when uh, Jean Beliveau scored the game-winning goal for the Canadians in, in the semifinal and double overtime against the Boston Bruins at Boston Gar. Mm-hmm. So, and plus he also called uh, the 2002 Winter Olympics at Salt Lake City. So, hats off to Bob Cole for all he's done. Some news on the Department of Player Safety front. There's been a few uh, punishments handed out out in the last few days. Sharks defenseman Eric Carlson was suspended two games for an illegal check to the head of 
LA Kings forward Austin Wagner. Her, her Justin Fetzman, Dustin Bufflin fined $2,500 for slashing Calgary's Johnny Gaudreau. Re- most recent suspension was this actually broke uh, yesterday afternoon. Bruins forward David Backus was suspended three games for an illegal check to the head of New Jersey forward Blake Coleman. And this just broke within the last half hour. Canadians forward Philip Deneau has been fined $5,000 for a dangerous trip of Florida Panthers defenseman Aaron Ekblad. Taking a look at some of the stat leaders as the 2018 portion winds down, we've got a new leader in the points department. Who's that? Nikita Kucherov, uh, now leading 61 points, one ahead of Miko Rantanen of the Colorado Avalanche, who's got 60. The rest of the top five, Nathan McKinnon, Connor McDavid, Mitch Marner, Eric Goudreau currently in sixth, the only one over 50 points. Those are the top six. Goals, goals, Mr. Ovechkin, what else is new, leading with 29 goals scored. Followed by John Tavares and Jeff Skinner with 26. Gabriel Landeskog, 24. David Pasternak, 23. Marie Cam Atkinson, 23. Joe Pavelski, 23. Patrick Laine, 23. McKinnon and Point and Braden Point rounding out the top 10 with 22 apiece. Mm-hmm. Kucherov and Rantanen sharing the league lead in assists with 44 each. Blake Wheeler, 43. Marner, 40. McKinnon, 35. McDavid, 35. Jack Eichel, 34. Jonathan Huberdeau sitting at 8th and assists with 33. Gaudreau and Nick Backstrom of the Capitals, 32 each. Morgan Riley currently leading in plus-minus with 26, which means he's been on the ice for more goals scored than goals against. Goaltending leaders Pekarine still leading with a 2.15 goals against average. Yaroslav Halak leading the save percentage with a .928. Hey, the flower, Marc-Andre Fleury leading in wins at 21. He and Freddie Anderson of the Maple Leafs, only goaltenders who have broken the 20-win mark before the new year. And the flower also leads in shutouts with five, followed by Halak, Keith and Miko Koskinen, three apiece, and then Sergei Bobrovsky, Braden Holby, Rene, Ben Bishop, Casey DeSmith, and Mike Smith with two each. Take a look at the standings on this Saturday, the 29th day of December. Right now, the Washington Capitals currently lead the Metropolitan Division, 49 points, followed by the Columbus Blue Jackets with 47, and David Vanagot Harris's Pittsburgh Penguins with 44 points. Capitals will be in action in Ottawa tonight. The Penguins will be in St. Louis. Over in the Atlantic Division, the Tampa Bay Lightning are just still on a kill them all tour. 60 points before the new year. That's impressive in itself. 29-7-2. 16-4-0 at home. Home they have... Uh, they are 9-0-1 in their last 10 games, having won the last four. They will host the Montreal Canadiens tonight. Maple Leafs currently sitting in second place in the Metro with... In the, excuse me, in the Atlantic with 54 points. They will take on. They will host the Islanders tonight. John Tavares will face his old team. Team the Buffalo Sabers still hanging around in third place. 
So things definitely looking up there. At least people in Buffalo have something to look to since the Bills have been complete crap. Uh, Sabres will play the Bruins tonight as well. Speaking of the Bruins, them and they, sold the la- they hold the last wildcard spot down with 44 points just behind the Montreal Canadiens. And the rest of the East, the Islanders, two points out of the last playoff spot. Then the New York Rangers, seven points out. Okay, looks like we got a little bit of a separation between, between the teams on the outside. Although I still think the Rangers probably need to look at doing something. Because they... But I'll comment more on that when it gets closer to trade deadline. Followed by the Florida Panthers with 36. And the Red Wings with 36. The Carolina Hurricanes, 35. Philadelphia Flyers, 35. Ottawa and New Jersey with 34. Four minutes in 33. Four minutes. Going over to the Western Conference, the Winnipeg Jets still leading the Central Division with 50 points, followed by the Nashville Predators and Colorado Avalanche with 46 and 44. Or all those teams will be in action tonight. The Jets will be playing the Wild tonight at home. Predators will host the Rangers. The Avalanche will play your Blackhawks, Derek. Mm-hmm. Heck, and I did one note I did miss. Uh, Corey Crawford, goaltender, has had a lot of concussions. There's worries that his career may be in jeopardy as well. Ooh. Over in the Pacific Division, Calgary Flames in first place in the Pacific with 49 points. San Jose Sharks in second with 47. The Vegas Golden Knights now with 46. Back near the top of the division, so maybe they've finally gotten over the Stanley Cup final hangover. The Anaheim Ducks and Dallas Stars hold down the two wild card spots at 43 and 41. Dallas Stars front office has not been saying some nice things about Tyler Sagan and Jamie Benn, and, but that's uh, another story for another time. The rest of the West, the Vancouver Canucks, first team on the outside looking in, 40 points, followed by the Edmonton Oilers, Minnesota Wild, St. Louis Blues, Arizona Coyotes, Chicago Blackhawks, and the LA Kings. That will do it for your look at the standings on this Saturday, the 29th day of December, the last Saturday of December in the year of our Lord, 2018. The year of our Lord. That was a good power play there, Frank. Yeah, yeah. The last yeah. one, the year of our Lord, 2018. Can you believe it? Yeah. Next one I do will be the first one of 2019, huh? Right. Well, we, now the the, the, stu- the union should be open next weekend, I believe, so we can get in here and you can get your uh, good deal. Do you, you, do you like the uh, the new studio though? That was yeah. one thing about this year that we I really wanted to get into was the yeah, new I li- I like this a lot better. Okay, good. Well, what's coming up next, man? As we got the power play done with. Um. I do have uh, something from uh, National Signing Day, which was a week or so ago. The all-name team. Oh, that's right. We've also got to talk about the bowls and everything like that. Plus the playoff games, and also we've got NFL picks to do. Right, right. That is true. Why don't we talk about the uh, bowl games coming up next? All right, fair enough. Well, actually, the college football playoff, actually. All right. We'll do that next, all right? So we're going to take a quick commercial break. 
Thanks for the NHL power play, Frank. You can always listen to us on E8.3 WXUT, either through SoundCloud or through iTunes. Make sure if you go to iTunes, give us five stars, you know, so we can go worldwide and blow up this thing. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Um, but anyway, you got myself, Frank, and David, the man of God, Harris. Always giving you some hot topics on sports, always on live or maybe taped on 88.3 WHUT 11 to 1 right after Theme Park with Tim and Vicky. It's not too many shows here anymore. Did you know that? Yeah. Hugh then left too. Hugh, the, the, the jazz man. Oof. So take a quick commercial break, come back, and we'll talk a little bit about the college football playoff. Is it happy college football playoff day? What is it? Oklahoma and Alabama. Yep. And then be, Notre Dame and... Actually, uh, Notre Dame and Clemson, Clemson will be at 4 o'clock, and then Oklahoma and Alabama at 8 o'clock. Lawrence is suspended, though, for Clemson. Yeah. And I do... And I have heard that Bama did have a couple of guys suspended as well. But they don't rebuild. They reload. Well... So they got another couple of bullets in the chamber. Well, we'll... We'll talk about <clears throat> we'll talk about that when we come back. back. All right, eighty-eight point three WTTs. After further review.